All right, I'm nice and close to the mic today per listener requests. I don't know why you would want me louder, but several people said that the podcast was hard to hear last week, so cranking this bad boy up to 11. I'm real close, uncomfortably close to this mic. I'd like to open this episode with a prayer. <laughs> Everybody gather round. Just kidding, guys. Ha ha ha, prayer. <laughs> Yeah, we're um, we're sorry if it was hard to hear. I know you want to hear every single one of my dad jokes coming in both your ears. And uh, I don't know why we bought this fancy equipment that I don't know how to use if I'm not going to know how to use it. But I moved and fiddled with some of the knobs on the mixer, and I'm pretty sure it's fixed now. Everything's so, perfect. Everything's fine. I uh, blew in the back of the mixer like it was an old Nintendo cartridge, <laughs> and I think we've got her fixed. Like she's Super Mario Brothers 3. Oof. All right. So we have a lot of shout outs this week, gang, because you guys were awesome. You gave us awesome reviews. We actually printed these out and hung them up on the fridge because we were so proud mm-hmm. of the work gave that we had done. ourselves a gold star. <laughs> I mailed some of these to my mom. Took down some of the children's art just so we could hang up our reviews. <laughs> that banana that our son drew that looked like a dick. <laughs> I don't know how he did that, too, because it even had like balls at the bottom. And that like, how the, does a. That was the peel. Oh, it was the peel coming off. I see. Because, yeah, it was really, you know, it was like you were about to eat a cock and balls. Well, then who isn't? (laughs) Who isn't? All right. So, uh, yeah, great review. So Lynn Awesome said is actually I assume she meant to say great podcast, but she said Greta podcast. I'm going to circle that spelling. Lynn Awesome? No, she was referring to our upcoming podcast that's all about Greta from The Sound of Music. <laughs> the hills are alive. What's an actual Not Liesel. Everyone thinks it's going to be about Liesel. Fucking Liesel. Nobody likes Liesel. Take a seat, Friedrich. <laughs> Can you name all of the Von Trapp children? No, but I'll give Gretel, it a shot. Gretel, Liesel, Frederick, Friedrich. You, you look like you've gotten in over your head. Okay. Uh, Rolf. Rolf. Is Rolf one? I think no, so. Rolf, Rolf is, is the, the Nazi. Yeah. yeah. Fucking um, Rolf. I think I saw him at the Capitol last Kurt. week. Kurt. God bless Kurt. <laughs> um, oh, well, who's the baby? That's uh, Greta. That's... Der baby. <laughs> der God, baba. Do you tough, want me to... Because to... I love the sound of music. Yeah, I know, but it's eight kids. I mean, I think even no, Captain mm, Von Trapp... Don't, don't Google it. Okay, I was going to... I'll gonna, come up with it okay. eventually. I think I'm, even Captain Von Trapp couldn't keep them all straight. marinate over the course of this episode. What I love about this, too, is that we've got a handful of listeners who are yelling right now what the other kids' names are. Because we got a lot of musical fans Brigitte, out there. That's Brigitte, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Schweinhund. <laughs> Is that one? No. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, she says, Lynn Awesome says, our podcast is honestly educational, that she's learning from it. True. We strive. We're teachers. At heart, we're teachers. And that's what we do. It's an educational podcast. Yeah. This uh, They actually listed on Apple under the education section. Um, but she her one complaint is too much Eric Christian Olsen slander. Not from me, Lynn Awesome. Not for me. Yeah. You know what, Lynn Awesome? I will say what I want about Eric <laughs> Christian Olsen. He and I have a longstanding beef that goes back beyond anything that we could even cover in the realm of that this That would podcast. be a whole, like, an eight-part serial-style yeah. podcast. It would be yeah. a long... Actually, can we get... Who's the host of Serial? What's her... 
I don't remember now. Sarah, Sarah Koenig. Yes. Can yeah, we, we get can, her to cover that for season four? That's season of four. Yeah, is what happened between you and Eric Christian Olsen mm-hmm. back in the early nineties. Yep. What happened when we went to Lincoln Park in Baltimore? <laughs> <laughs> is that where it was? Lincoln. I think it Lincoln? was called Lincoln Park. Like yeah. the band? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, other but, shout uh, outs? Yeah, other shout outs. So we have some other reviews. We have Trivia Wiz 3000. So this is the one that was a little bit baffling to us because the title is The Claire of Podcasts, which sounds like it's about to be an insult. Well, funny story about this. By the by, it was Lincoln Park. So the whole time I listened to Serial, I thought that it was Lincoln Park. Oh. And it's Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this was a five star review. Uh, started off as a four-star review, but Trivia Wiz 3000 said that she gave us an extra star for my potty mouth. That deserves at least an extra star. Much yeah. of which was uh, geared towards Eric Christian Olsen. So. <laughs> so see what one listener hates, another loves. But Trivia Wiz, uh, you might have already said this, titled her review, The Claire of Podcasts. So I thought, because it was... Close enough to what Miki entitled right. hers, which was the Claire of all podcast hosts. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Miki and that she had had a change of heart and had that updated. That we had won her over. Yeah, that she had updated her new uh, uh, review with with positive words. She and, heard us say, go fuck yourself, Miki. And she was like, you know what? I've changed yeah. my mind. These guys have won me Mickey, over. Miki, you're playing mind games with me. <laughs> Miki and I are like um, killing Eve. <laughs> She's always one step ahead. Villanelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she said the podcast can be hilarious one moment and extremely uncomfortable the next. True, which is also Thank you. what people probably said about would say about me on Tinder if I were on Tinder. Mm. Yeah. If you were. If I were, yeah. If I was on Ashley Madison, that's what people would say about me. She also said, Anna seems to need more vitamin D. I don't know if you mean actual vitamin D or dick, but yes. <laughs> Both. Both. A little uh, vitamin D from Tyler C. Um, all right. And then we got a wonderful review from, I'm just going to say this, Turmpy Kerps. Uh, calls us simply the best option <laughs> and uh, says sharp wit hot takes deep insight great topical references and alcohol fueled snarky jabs between the two hosts all with a genuine appreciation for their fan base and great music at the end of each pod what more can you ask for nothing term gurps you're simply the best yeah um this one this was a nice one and uh, i liked the fan appreciate we do appreciate our fans we i love feel our, like we do it all for the fans i th- genuinely started this out thinking no one was going to listen to this but we have this uh nice engaged have this, smart like, fan base yeah maybe not the biggest fan base but the best. The best. The best. We don't want those. Other, we don't want James Taylor's yeah, we don't insurrection need fan base. Yeah. <laughs> James Taylor was at the Capitol, gang. That's There's an educational Correct. fact for you, Correct. just in case you missed that on Twitter, because he deleted it all. James Taylor, the Bachelor contestant. Yes, not James Taylor, the musician. <laughs> yeah, though, Um, did you see that Chuck Norris I thing? woke up this morning. <laughs> where there was like a fake yeah, Chuck I'd, Norris? Mm-hmm. You think that's a lie? I feel yeah. like it was Chuck Norris. And he's like, no, that was a lookalike. He's like, that's no, not that wasn't me. me. Yeah. Couldn't have been. Walker, Texas Ranger, would never. Uh, confession. Okay. The Dothraki antler-wearing guy is OML. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It? 
He's it, a person. No, no. Ryan. Your uh, your oh. be, his being on your list is all and right. And he's more than all yeah. right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he well, now there's room for another Trumper because I kicked Jay Cutler off. There you so. go. So you got to have like one to for diversity. One, yeah, diversity. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to have this cancel culture mentality. No. Yeah. No. You would. You are open to fucking all political beliefs. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> That's the call for unity that they've been putting out. Is Put us on your list, Anna. Free Put love. Put us on your list. Yeah. That's what they're about. Free love. Republicans. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should we talk about Matt? Uh, no, I'm sorry. There's more to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's go more. Ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So, uh, Doggos Make Me Smile updated with a new five star review. Thanks, Bridge. Not Jared, but Bridge. That's I'm a pretty very deep... sure that that review was actually meant for an Amazon review because <laughs> it said, Good seller, fast shipping, excellent price. We'll buy again. That's Bridge being super clever. 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. Um, and then we got a sweet email from Amy. She's a medieval lit grad student. I'm sorry, Amy. Nerd alert. But but she had some opinions about the C word, which if you know anything about medieval literature, which I don't, Chaucer often used the C word, except it was the Q word for him. Started what does that Q. mean? It just means like it was an alternate spelling. Did he pronounce word. it quint? Pretty much. I think that's right. <laughs> like, <Yeah>, quint. <laughs> we should uh, get our colleague... I won't say her name, but you know who I'm referring yeah. to, colleague. Uh, get her on the show. Have her weigh in a little bit yeah. on this this uh, literary debate. She would not clutch her pearls at all mm. over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My um, stars. Uh, and then uh, nice emails from Sarah and also Senora Satsi on Twitter. Um, and then we got our second request to shout out a town in Munford, Tennessee. That's where Colin and Bridge live. So... Shout out to our two oh, listeners Colin and Bridge. in Munford. Colin's also uh, O-Y-L on your list. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because of the stash. I believe it's a mutual list exchange for us. Oh, yeah. 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 You uh, share a spot. You got matched. You both swiped whatever direction <laughs> yeah. you swipe to match people. All right. Now you want to talk about uh, Matt James. Sure. Sure. Okay. He says that today is where the journey begins for him. And then we get a outdoor shower shot. Yes, I so... thought it might not happen because it's Pennsylvania in October. <laughs> no, you definitely want to take an outdoor shower. I mean, leaves are falling off the trees, but that is the time to get out Nothing there. Nothing better than yeah. an outdoor shower. Oh, it's just so refreshing. Yeah, well, and they really lingered, too, especially like a lot of torso. You know what it reminded me of, too, which we didn't even reference last week What's when that? we had our big prayer talk. I feel like Matt thinks that he's shaking things up, coming in here, just opening up with a prayer. But Luke P. heard from God himself. In the sh- that's in true. In the shower. Right. Yeah, come on. You got to step it up a notch. And you I was have watching a- that shower scene. God wasn't there. <laughs> Matt. Matt, are you there? <laughs> Matt, you got to get rid of Victoria. She's the worst. <laughs> She's not a queen. All right. Sarah James says that these fall leaves are literally out of a movie. I know that you hate that literally use it's just incorrect i don't hate <laughs> just, it. I, it i don't like it i don't hate it it's yep. wrong just pointing out a factual issue yeah. hello doug this is dr fraser crane i'm listening yeah well, it's about my mother she's getting on now and, and she doesn't have much of a life and she, i mean she didn't want to do anything or or go anywhere and she literally hangs around the house all day i mean it's it's, it's very frustrating um, I, doug, I think, i'm sorry can we just go back for a second you said your mother literally hangs around the house well 
I suppose it's a, a pet peeve of mine, but uh, what you mean to say is that she figuratively hangs around the house. To, to literally hang around the house, she'd have to be a bat or a spider monkey. <laughs> now, back to your problem. Do you mind if we stop while I tell you my pet peeve? Well, not at all. I hate it when intellectual pinheads with superiority complexes nitpick your grammar when you come to them for help. That's what I got a problem with. Yeah. She also says that... Is it Nima Colin? Nima Colin? Nima Colin? Necropolis. Nima Colin. I think it's Nima Colin. Nia Colonoscopy. <laughs> Nima Colin. Uh, it's a beautiful place to fall in love. I do agree with that. Yeah. It does look beautiful it there. It seems lovely. It looks a lot prettier than the La Quinta. Right, than the desert wasteland of the La Quinta. Although, yeah. if you are to believe uh, internet rumors... These people really trashed the Nemecolon up. They were finding used condoms in the trees, according to a recently published internet article. <laughs> they wrecked that Nemecolon. Yeah. <laughs> Real um, Nemecolon blow. All right, we get some. We get a pres. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. blah blah blah. Let's leave that. Okay. We get Harrison at uh, what do you call it? The mansion? It's not at the resort. The resort. Harrison I think it's comes the resort. to visit yeah. the ladies, mm-hmm. and he tells them that because there's a record number of women, not everybody's going to get to go on dates this week. Uh, that's always the case because I feel right. like for the first four weeks of the show, there's always guys and girls that are like. I didn't get to spend any time because I wasn't on any of the date cards. So this cocktail party is extra important to me. It's so important important for me. And then this person came in and ruined Mm -hmm. the 30 seconds that I got to spend. I feel like Harrison is already trying to stir shit up. Yep, you know it. Because he's here at Nima Colon. He's like, what else do I have to do? Except hang out with what? Randy, the photographer. Is that his name? Franco. Franco. Why Randy. Am I calling him Randy. <laughs> Close. That's not right. That's not, that's not anything. <laughs> you were almost there. Yeah. Franco, Randy, the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I noticed that too. I feel like Harrison is trying to be like, this is record breaking. Like, get well, the Guinness people here again. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody get them get, back. Somebody get me in an ice bath. <laughs> um, he's right that it is a record number of women. I guess. In terms of like starting off, but I feel like they narrowed it down real quick. They I did. Don't know. Harrison's though, just full of himself. Those, I mean, a, a genuinely shocking thing, like one of the most shocking things I've seen on the show in a long time happened mm-hmm. in this episode when the date card went on a second page. I feel like that oh, was like yeah. a yeah. shock to the system. Like there's okay, more. Yeah. That's a little much. That's well, <laughs> I feel like they always build up these big shocks that like, Oh, somebody might faint at the fucking rose ceremony. Let's start with that. And then, uh, because they start with that little scene of the end of the episode yeah. and then cut back. But I feel like that was like the most surprising thing that I saw this entire time. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Victoria says that she's here to be with Matt, not to be in a frickin' sorority. I just said, not to frickin' be in a sorority. <laughs> you got to really put that frickin' in the I right like place. I like the syntax of it, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. yeah, diagram that sentence. Um, Bree gets the first one-on-one, and the date card says, love is an adventure, mm-hmm. Matt. And uh, Bree says, I know it's going to be something fun and crazy, which is not my usual self. I love just admitting right off the bat that you are neither fun nor crazy. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something boring and low-key. 
Uh, they go and ride what I identified in my notes as four-wheelers, okay. but what Matt later calls ATVs. Yeah, I actually have question marks here. Is it ATVs or four-wheelers? We are historically awful at Always. identifying these Always vehicles. Off. I'm sure it's wrong. I hope our listener, John, if he still listens, can explain to us what type of vehicle this is. I do not care. <laughs> I would like to personally check out of that explanation. Right. <laughs> that long explication. So here's something Explication. That's, explication of what it is. Is that not the right word? Explanation. Explanation. Okay. Um, Are you having a stroke? Yes, I am <laughs> right now. Okay, see you later, Pan. Well, I was so surprised by those double date cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so here's something that happened last season that's happening again, which is... Um, that the girls who are left are just able to watch essentially the whole date unfold um, because they're all stuck there together. Like, I feel like that didn't used to happen if, like, you know, Kevin Hart comes and picks you up in a hot tub limo and drives you around Los Angeles. Like, the girls aren't there to watch the whole thing. But now it's just like, oh, they're driving ATVs around the backyard. They don't like watch we can the whole literally thing. They go off on these trails. I know, they go off on the trails, but later they can see the fireworks. Like, I feel like it's much more like... They're around, uh, you know. You're incorrect okay. on this one. Because I feel like they do that on purpose. There's always, there is, I don't say this to shame you. Uh-huh. Every season, there's an epi- at least one episode slash date where they have to watch fireworks from another date. Or they sure, like yeah. go up in the sky in a helicopter and they fly directly sure, over right, the with mansion. Sure, right, with a banner that says, they, suck it, bitches. Yeah, yeah. And they all have to go outside and like wave <laughs> yeah, at Yeah, awkwardly. Them. No, I, I feel like they always do shit like I that. I just feel like it's more pronounced this time because they're all stuck together. Maybe it's just my imagination. I but think it's your imagination. I feel like when they were all just like watching them get on the ATVs like normally – they wouldn't have normally to do that. Normally, in that type of date. Well, but that's because normally they're at in a mansion in the middle of Los Angeles. No, that's, or again, they that, are. that speaks right to my point. Yeah, that well, they're all stuck here together and can't really go anywhere. But I feel like that's the only part of that date that was unusual. Mm-hmm. Like the fireworks absolutely ha- happened. Fair enough. Fair Very enough. You're regularly. right. You're right. Yeah, they really like to rub that in. They Look do. at these fireworks yeah. that they're setting off. And they're off not right for now. you, you yeah. stupid bitches. <laughs> Imagine how much kissing they're doing. And Harrison mimics them making out. Um, yeah, Victoria gets angry at the other girls. She really kind of pulls a Mitt Romney, she's a flip flopper. <laughs> I thought John Kerry was the flip flopper. Whoever it was, yeah, John Kerry was, was the John real flip flopper. Okay. Yeah, um, she, I, I don't, I felt like she, because at, at one point she says she gets really angry with the girls who are all saying that they're happy for Brie, and uh-huh. she's like, "You're all lying, you stupid bitches!" Like, I'm not happy that anyone else is getting a date. And she's not wrong. She says right. the reality of the situation is that we're all here to date Matt. We're not here to be in a sorority, a freaking sorority. Not here to make friends. That's the 2021 version of not here to make friends. But through all of this, not surprisingly, she does ostracize herself from the group. And then later in the episode, and we'll obviously cover this in a lot more detail, but then she acts all like butthurt that the girls aren't wanting to be her friend oh i like this analysis like she actually does want to be in a sorority she would like them to treat her nicely yeah i get what you're saying i like it um i um feel like not only is she a flip-flopper but she just 
doesn't make any sense. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying her logic is flawed. Is flawed. This is faulty logic, left and right. Yeah, well, she says, uh, I'm not jealous. I'm just like, I want that. Uh, That's jealousy, Victoria. That's jealousy. (laughs) That is the exact definition of jealousy. I also just, there's always this one person or more than one person who's like, I wish that was me on that date. And it's like, no shit. Like, we all know that. Like, right. I just don't find that conversation interesting at all. Right. Um. I, and I know they're, like, doing it to show us the behind-the-scenes drama. But it's like, yeah, we know. Like, you wish it was you. Everybody wants the one-on-one date card. Like, we know that. Right. Now. Well, and I actually, I would uh, preface this entire episode with a... Uh, not a caveat. I don't want to spend that much time talking yeah. about Victoria because the bottom line is she sucks. She sucks. And yeah. uh, I don't want to <laughs> get in trouble for picking on her physically. I don't think that she's very pretty. Like the thing that I think these producers don't realize or they do realize it, but maybe they just fucked up with this this particular villain. Mm-hmm. You have to at least believe that the lead would be interested yes. in them. Right. And there's no chemistry between mm-hmm. them. She's, again, in terms of some of the other women who I think are stunning. I mean, come on. She was a hot mess at that cocktail oh, party. Oh, I mean, God, when she was dressed like a 13-year-old girl in that puffy sleeve yes. dress. I mean, she looked like she was headed to and like... And I almost feel bad t- commenting on it because she looked <laughs> not quite right. Like, she had really dark circles under her eyes and it kind of looked like she hadn't washed her hair. Like uh-huh. I feel like she's well, she had to sleep on the bit. couch. <laughs> yeah. So well, she well, didn't have to, well, but yeah, she chose to. Um, no, I, what else? I'll add a couple quick things. One is I feel like they're not really setting her up to be the villain of the season so much as she's not a queen; she's a gesture. She, instead, she uh, is like the fool of the season. You, you know, just like, wanted to get that line. I, in well, while I wanted you to get that, it, didn't you? Well, I wanted to get that line in, but I it speaks to a larger point, which is I feel like they're setting her up to be like just a foil. Right. Like not a legitimate rival for Matt, but just like right. an idiot that everybody is there to mock. There's been a lot of chatter on Twitter and elsewhere that she's a plant. A plant. Yeah. What do you think of that? Um I don't believe that they would go... I mean, I think it's like a lot of the other villains where... I I don't know that I would say that I think she's a plant, but I certainly would think that the producers are encouraging him to keep her. Mm -hmm. But at least... Like, even with, like, Luke P, because I was thinking about that, and, like, I hated that dude, but... He was fucking ripped like he was all religious and was using that to kind of like wield a certain power with Hannah or like Corinne. I Mm -hmm. mean, Nick Vial loved her, you know, she is a sexy baby. Yeah. 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 And so I think it might, you know, in those situations as well, there might have been a little influence from the producers to keep a person on for longer than they might have. Um, But you at least believed it, you know. With Victoria, I just feel like, what is she even doing here? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't see her lasting a really long time because she's so obnoxious that I feel like this shtick is going to wear thin pretty soon. Um, And she does. So uh, let's just get all the Victoria stuff out of the way and then be done with it. Because the other thing I wanted to comment on, like, obviously, she's really bad about being like, you're being mean to me when she's the one who's really being mean. Like, I don't have the quotes in my notes right in front of me, but I feel like 
that's one of her big things is like you're bullying me when that girl was like yeah i just said that i wanted to understand right how you think and she does something that i that really frustrates me where she'll just be like you're toxic like she just uses keywords that right now don't mean anything right. anymore right it's just like you're just saying that because it's a thing to say like you don't need that doesn't even right mean anything it doesn't you. yeah yeah so i but you're right i feel like we don't need to spend a lot of time talking about her she's not that interesting um so you want to get back to the brie date let's do it yeah. so they ride their atvs and matt promptly throws uh, Brie off of the ATV. Right. They both roll it over and they die. In a way that, <laughs> frankly, like, I feel like he, they they show it. And because they're both lying on the ground, kind of laughing, I was like, oh, that must not be a big deal. And then he was like, I'm really, really sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm, I think it was a big deal. No, I mean, people get killed on those things all the time. Oh, like my that. God. Yeah, that uh, could easily have killed them. <laughs> Uh, to be a worried dad for a minute he, she <laughs> mentioned he mentions Bree's mom but it's like you you guys need a helmet on and um, end up in a neck brace. they take the the atvs to a outdoor wood-fired hot wood-fired hot tub yeah similar to that wood-fired pizza place mm-hmm. that my mom is always trying to get us to mm-hmm. go to just like it just yeah. like it matt takes his shirt off and i felt like they played a bachelor version of that Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So powerful. <laughs> Um, and uh, Bree says, I was trying not to count Matt's abs, but he had anywhere from 8 to 16. And Whoa. then, I know, that's a 16-pack. That's pretty <laughs> good. I don't even have a two-pack. So, um, yeah, he uh, chops some wood, and he says he'll take it out in one slice. And then he does, which if you would have seen me chopping wood the other day. I was watching. The, oh, yeah? No. Were you just as impressed as Bree was? I wasn't watching. Yeah, I should have taken my shirt off for you. Now, I'm, I'm actually glad that you weren't watching because I would say sometimes it took me maybe 15 slices to chop a piece of Instead wood. Instead of watching you, I went upstairs and watched that scene from the Amityville Horror where Ryan Reynolds chops wood. <laughs> <laughs> I found that yeah. it was a good substitute. Yeah, that did it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they make out in the hot mm-hmm. tub. Sure. Bree says that she still wants to talk about their lives and their upbringings and how it's shaped them into the people that they are today. So at their dinner date, she tells him that she was raised by a single mom and he's like, oh, me too. Mm-hmm. And then she drops even more of a bomb and tells us that her mom was pregnant with her when she was 13, to which I say... What a missed opportunity because we could have had our first mother daughter bachelor contestant. Yeah, that would have been amazing. I, I mean, know the I mom know, is married. I was going to say, but yeah, damn it, that that really would have been something. Have they ever? Done, they've never done other than those twins. They've never done sisters, right? 
There was another set of twins that they brought on in the second season of Bachelor Pad. Okay. When they were like, we're going to bring on some fan Oh, right, favorites. fan twins. Yeah. <laughs> and then those people were so terrible right. that they've never done they that again. They quickly cut. They're like, yeah, this isn't uh, a show for normies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't want just some normal person off the street coming in here. Um, No, I mean, there's those other twins, those brothers, Michael and... Whatever his name is. The guy that's married to Deanna. Deanna. I don't remember them. Yeah, you do. They were both they have on like the show together. They like a Greek last name. Oh, okay. He was on the show. He was on, I don't know, one okay. of the Bachelorettes. Okay. And then on their hometown date, he and his twin, like, tried to Oh, sure. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They pulled right. a Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield. <laughs> the old Wakefield switcheroo. The old switcheroo. The old parent trap. They really parent trapped him. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were we watching recently where someone said, I parent trapped you? Oh, was that Ted Lasso? Maybe. Yeah, what happened? I can't remember yeah, now. It just seems like, because I remember laughing real hard. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hmm, I don't well, know. That's funny. Um, <laughs> Even anyway, out of context, it's a funny line. Alas, Bree's mom is not on the show with her. Right. She now has a family of her own. Right. And Bree said that it was an adjustment trying to figure out where she fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't have a place to go home to anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, Matt wants to give a toast. To Brie, to a continued adventure. So she gets the rose. She Cheers. does. Yeah. Okay. And I, I liked Brie. Yeah, me too. Um, it's nice to see just like a normal, seemingly well-adjusted person on the program. Because then we cut back to Victoria pouting. I just feel like she's so, like, it's like it's a 14-year-old who's like, I don't want to go on a group date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, literally a queen. Yeah, like, no, who says not. that about themselves at 26. Well, I also think that what you're getting at, and again, I don't want to shame her for things that are beyond her control. But like, if you're going to say that, like, you really need to pull it off. Like, she is not pulling off this, like, I'm a queen right. thing at all. Well, somebody said uh, that basically she has a bunch of insecurities and that all of this is designed to... Um, you know, cover up those insecurities. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think that that is very, very clear. Um, and in fact, the closest she gets to being like humanized is when she's like, I have insecurities. I'm not always like this. But even when she said that, like, I felt like she had already been so terrible the whole episode that I was like, I don't give a shit. Well, it's also like, yeah, we know, bitch. Like, obviously you're insecure. Right. Like, you're <laughs> walking around saying you're, you're a queen. Wait a minute. You <laughs> really don't believe that you're a queen? <laughs> um. All right. Group date card comes. The infamous two card group date my jaw dropped to the floor blew ryan's blew mind. my fucking mind hole uh chelsea serena p abigail sydney iliana Kristen, lauren jacinia serena c kit kaylee katie mj mari piper rachel victoria Whew, that Whew. is a long date card. That is a long date card. I actually couldn't get them all. I started writing them down, and then I was so blown away that I just have an all caps. <laughs> There's a out. second date card. Yeah, that, I just I don't believe that's ever happened before. Uh, the card says, I'm looking for the one, Matt. Yeah. The card should have said, we're going to recycle a date from last season with yeah. wedding photos. We're inviting Franco back. <laughs> we're doing the same thing we did three weeks ago. They are doing a wedding photo shoot, not because they already have all of the equipment, 
Because Matt is a visual person. He's a visual learner. Yeah. Uh, Franco is back. Mm -hmm. He is wearing a fur coat that looks like a Game of Thrones costume reject. I thought so, too. Yeah, and it, like... So it was fur, but it also had like a feathery texture. It was like... Did you notice that? What's that word for... Is it variated? Like... You would know better than me. Yeah. (laughs) What did you say? I said it had like a feathery texture. Yes. To it, even though it's a fur coat. Let me find the word that I'm looking for. Okay. Well, it is variated. Yeah. So Randy's wearing this fur coat. It's feathery. (laughs) Randy's back, guys. (laughs) Who is it? It's Randy. It's got to be Randy. (laughs) Who's ready to take some wedding photos? Um, yeah, so they are all assigned to get in a wedding dress and take some wedding photos with Matt. Of course, if you think they're going to take 18 actual wedding photos, you are as delusional as Victoria is. Because Variegated. They take, what does that mean? Exhibiting different colors, especially as irregular patches or streaks. Oh, okay. Look at that. See, this is why it's an educational podcast. Yeah. Right? We're You're all welcome, learning. Lynn Awesome. That's something you can use at work this week. Variegated. Yeah, look at that variegated coat. I or love it. Or maybe variegated. We need to I get the little, little pronunciation thing going. Mm. Okay. Um, so yeah, so, uh, they start, so a couple of women, do you have who took the first pictures? I didn't have. Randy. <laughs> the women who Randy photographs. Um, Jacinia. Okay. Jacinia. She goes first and they do kiss. Mm-hmm. So they get to pick out their wedding dresses. They take the pictures. Yeah. Jacinia goes first. And then at some point, um, Mari is taking her photos and Victoria just starts walking in right. front of the camera. Just like photo bombs. She's them. a child. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She is a child. That's what like, again, what a little kid would do. And then she keeps saying, and next is the royal wedding. Go. Yeah, it's that same thing where like, I feel like my mom does this a lot. We're like, oh, no, we heard the joke the first time. Yeah. We just didn't. <laughs> what if I say it three laugh. more times? <laughs> and I mean, again, I come by it honestly. I was going to say, yeah. really, bud? Your mom yeah. does that? You know who does that a lot? My mom. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, family trait. I can't believe she thinks that it's funny. Right, that you're going to buy it the second time. So she finally comes in. She's like. Wearing like in a, like exposing her bra under her like white trash wedding dress, and then okay, she, well don't you don't have to be rude about the wedding dress. I just feel like she looked like a like I don't know what I'm not going to say any of the words that I usually oh, say no, to describe what, hobo? folks. <laughs> she she <laughs> to describe like folks a, from the country. A hobo but, on her way to the train station the for rails. <laughs> Just looking for any man that'll take her on the rails. <laughs> She'll get married for a can of beans Ooh. with an open top. What? That wine is not good. Uh-oh. What? It's one of those advent one of calendar wines? Ones. Hang on, guys. Yeah. I gotta get a different. Oof. Okay. Ooh. You need to get a cider Give there. Give the pucker face. All right. Ooh. Uh oh. So I don't even remember exactly what we were talking about before this wine fiasco, but we'll get to. So Victoria like hikes up her dress and has him pull off the garter belt that we're she's wearing. The... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was I was avoiding some of the Are country we slurs. Right now? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought you this were just filling show. me yeah. in. <laughs> so to bring you back up to speed <laughs> about what we were saying, you want to start over? No. Go okay. ahead. All right. 
Well, shoot, now I'm now I'm all flustered. Nope, don't. This is it. No, okay, this is bad. it. The, the listener has to endure this. All right. So, anyways, after this situation, instead of everybody else getting their chance, even though Victoria muscled her way to the front and well, she muscles her, her way, way to there. the front and forces an awkward kiss. Right. And right. Franco says, "Oh my God, this is beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> Franco, you and I have very def- different definitions of what's beautiful. Um, then Harrison shows yep. up. Harrison wearing a very well tailored jacket. Oh, I feel I like he's notice. up to style a little bit. It's in Pennsylvania, yeah, right. Well, he's got a, you know he's got a dress for fall. Mm-hmm. We don't actually usually get to see a fall Harrison. We because don't. No, it's you know it's so se- un- like seasonally warm in yeah. California all yeah. the time. Yeah, I like fall. Although Harrison. we do. We get to see cold weather Harrison sure. when once they start traveling. When they're the going globe. to Reykjavik or whatever. Um, he drops a bomb on the girls. Mm-hmm. So only about half of them have even done the point of the date, right. which was to put on a wedding dress mm-hmm. and take a photo. And he says he has a twist. To stay happily married, well, that takes a lot of hard work. And Harrison knows because he got divorced a few years ago. <laughs> Uh, he says Matt is looking for a woman that will truly fight for him. I love it when Harrison thinks he's being clever. Right. When he's like dropping a Did eloquent you catch metaphor. That, yeah. That it's, you need to fight for him. Get a fight for love. Uh, he's looking for a woman who will fight through anyone or anything for his love. I also like when he speaks for Matt, too. Like, let me tell you what Matt's looking for, <laughs> gang. <laughs> I get it. We talked for five minutes in the Bachelor or in the. Uh, Nima Colon Resort before y'all got here. I know I'm a little better than you. Um, Matt is looking for a woman that will fight for him. And what this means is that half of the girls don't get to do the photo shoot right. because they are going out to the woods to play Capture the Heart. <laughs> Harrison has cut the actual heart out of a <laughs> Pennsylvania cow. <laughs> And the girls and hung it on a stake. Are yeah. to retrieve it. They're surrounded by Lord flies. Of the, flies stuff. <laughs> the one who eats the heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was getting sort of a Temple of Doom vibe from this, like mm. that they were going to have to reach in and actually pull a heart out. But uh, no yeah. such luck. Yeah, no such it's luck. It's a giant stuffed animal heart. And actually, like Harrison was up all night sewing these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so bored during quarantine. So I actually was excited to see this play out because I used to love Capture the yeah. Flag. Um, but that is not really what they were doing. Like... So they have <laughs> these big buckets of paint. Yeah. And that's how you, and all of the girls are wearing ribbons around their waists mm-hmm. that show what team they're right. on. Right. There's a yellow and yellow red team. Or yeah. red. And, um, but I, they're just, they're like spraying each other and hitting each other with the paint. It just, it seemed like there weren't any rules. <laughs> I think they said at one point, there are no rules. Yeah. Um, which I have to say, so so I totally agree. There were no rules and it made no sense. And also this looked like a lot of fun. I thought it was going to be like a strategery date. Like right. that one when they were somewhere in like Costa Rica, maybe. And they like the half the girls, like one team just ends up going into town and buying a bottle of champagne. Oh, Do you remember right. that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Stanley and what Creed style in the office when yeah. they have to do the fun run. Yeah. Right, um, right. So, yeah, I don't know. They It did look like fun. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I have in my notes, because I can't help but be a downer, it did seem awfully wasteful to me to take these beautiful wedding dresses and just ruin the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, one would hope that these were like donated like i already wore this dress to my like one would hope that I they guess, weren't I buying designer dresses they also just threw a bunch of neil lane rings into paint just for fun <laughs> yeah. just for shits and giggles though really the biggest thing they had going was did you see that paint slingshot yes that they had I that did. was pretty cool this was like you won't appreciate this at all but i feel like this was like ewok style weapons just like random shit set up in the forest appreciate that a little yeah. bit i appreciate that based on that ewok toy that your parents right mailed to us from seattle that i then made you get rid of yeah that's the one yeah you get it yeah um so it really just, i'm a bitch you didn't make me get rid of it that was my decision mm, i strongly strongly encouraged you to maybe let it go <laughs> along with that random bag of rice that they also <laughs> that mailed. somehow was in that mm-hmm, package mm-hmm. yeah that was a very important Some bag of rice we to just me. need to let go <laughs> So yeah, this did, it looked like a great time. It was just total mayhem. It was like fucking Mad Max. I felt like situation. it was a little bit of a mistake to make one of the colors red. Like yeah, it, it was got like a bloody. Gruesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think they wanted that though. I guess I think they wanted sort of that red uh, carry, style. yeah, carry situation going on. Um, yeah, Franco runs into the middle of the melee to take some pictures of the whole thing. Um, yeah, and so what? So who was it that grabbed? Um, the heart originally, uh, Mari, Mari grabs the red heart. Da, and Rachel has it at one point. Uh-huh. And um, ultimately, I guess Mari gets it. I, I don't so, so what happened was I think Mari has it and they all just descend upon her. And like, then AJ gets it, right? MJ. Or MJ, yeah. sorry. Your girl MJ, MJ. gets yeah. it. Yeah, and she wins the whole thing for what? The yellow team? One of the teams wins. The... The red team. Okay, gets the to red. Stay. Oh, right, because they had the yellow heart. Mari was on the yellow team, but she gets to stay for the date right. because she was the most valuable bride. She gets a trophy. Yeah. Um. At one point during the mayhem, Harrison yells, "Guard and protect your heart." <laughs> that was one of Harrison's best ever lines. I like I the think. throwback. That's and that is a lengthy callback. Yeah, too. It is. like very few people are going to appreciate. But you that. know, we do. But I did. That is one of my favorite all time moments. Uh, Victoria also said, as you already referenced, I think my team is a bunch of queens and the other team is a bunch of gestures. <laughs> God, she's dumb. <laughs> so, um, anyways, they, uh, so the, yeah, the girls who won got to go to a cocktail party plus Mari. The other girls have to go back. Katie is uh, taking it kind of hard. So is Rachel. Rachel's mm-hmm. crying. Yeah. Yeah, they're having a rough time with it. They're like, it was just a really long day. Yeah. Which I do, I have always felt and will continue to feel that it is shitty to send half of the girls home yeah. on a group date yeah. or the guys. I, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I don't know. I get the point and I know that it adds an extra level of drama right. and um, drive, but... I don't know. I just think it's shitty. Well, and here's the thing. I think the producers agree with you that it's a shitty thing to do, and that's why they do I it. Know. So, I mean, that's like all this stuff, like but this rubbing day, their face I guess in the fireworks. It felt extra shitty just because half of them didn't even get to do the first thing that right. they were supposed right, to do. Right. Yeah, and I mean, most and of them. And the, the competition, too, 
Because I feel like sometimes, like they've been on dates before where it's like, we're all going to go out to this professional football field and play touch football. Right. And then whoever wins. But then the bachelor is like out there with yeah, them. Yeah, right. Like Matt, I feel like if you were on this group date and you didn't get your chance at the photo, you would not have engaged with sure, him Sure, right. At you wouldn't all. have talked to him. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that that is an extra shitty thing to do. Also, before we move on, I just want to point out Harrison just like cannot stop commentating events like i feel like somebody some <laughs> he loves it some minor fucking sport needs to fulfill this guy's bucket list dream and like let him call like a random major league game in the middle of the season he like just it. i mean he's got enough pull abc must run some sports i presume to like get him in the ball i just feel like that is his like hidden dream that he really wants to do not so hidden. Yeah, not so hidden at all. All right, so they're out to the cocktail date. Yeah, Lauren talks to Matt first. She tells him she's looking for a man of faith, which means that he's loyal, forgiving, and kind. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I've never led in a relationship with the fact that I'm a Christian because there's a lot of preconceived notions. Uh, yeah, you opened the whole season with a prayer, dude. I mean, that... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he's saying that this that he's doing it. Oh, he's differently. doing it differently. I thought he was being like, I usually I don't talk about this much. No, but, he was okay. saying that, he, that this, this is, is new for him. Okay, like, Jesus okay. Christ. Well, that's what he said too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Justinia talks about dealing with. Am I saying that right? I think so. Justinia. I'm not. 100%. I think it's Justinia. A hundred percent confident. Um, the she's been in relationships with infidelity, uh, Matt, and I gotta say this rubbed me the wrong way. Matt says that when you're a man, you have the responsibility to provide for your wife, to protect your wife. Um, I mean, don't we both have the responsibility to protect each other? I just don't like. I mean. Yeah. Dare I say it's a little patriarchal? I, I would say it's uh, quite patriarchal. You dare say that. Also, good thing that it's not solely my responsibility to protect the family because well, Jesus. correct. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck off. We both have jobs. We both right. work. Right. I protect you more than you protect right. me. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't forget that time in Costa Rica, though, when I tried I'm to shove you in that closet. <laughs> you're the Sherbatsky of the relationship. I am I'm the, the Mosby. You're the Mosby. I'm the Sherbatsky. Yeah. Um, I just, Natalie Portman would have something to say about Matt saying that. Yep, now we're going to get another one-star review. It's too feminist. It's too much about the patriarchy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just don't like it. When sure. Pe- I don't like it when people start any, I feel like anything that you say that begins with when you're a man, yeah, I'm right. going to be like, oh, it's automatically going to rub you the me. wrong way. <laughs> well, it's like when they do that thing in weddings where they quote those verses about how like the man should be the leader or whatever like the woman should submit to the man it's just it's not it's not a good look it's like that email that your dad sent you about me (laughs) did he say that yeah oh right it was not the one i'm thinking of it was another one that you're supposed to that that you're not doing enough leading which by the way i agree true yeah Yeah. true it's just not quite as much of a critique yeah (laughs) Yeah. what it it, where we saw that was when we tried we've probably talked about this in the show Uh, dance lessons we did dance lessons definitely talked about that and uh i was not leading and you were and the uh instructor could not fix the problem (laughs) Well, you know what? Maybe it's not a problem. Yeah, maybe it's fine. Yeah. Um. All right. Sarah gets the date card for the next one-on-one. In the meantime, mm-hmm. it says, sky's the limit for us. Yeah. 
Um, back on the group date at the cocktail party, Victoria talks to Matt and says she needs him to know I am still human. <laughs> I am not what? a robot, <laughs> sir. I am not an immortal goddess. Musical or otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, well, this maybe was... that ties back to the whole queen thing because, like, the whole deal with the queen is that she's like divine, right? That she's touched by sure, divinity. Sure, yeah, yeah. Though the uh, the Roman emperors used to have someone who would ride around with them in their chariot to remind them that they're mortal. What? That's an interesting little factoid. This is an educational podcast. Have someone, yeah, ride like around. Someone's with them. job was to ride around with them and like tell them that they're still human. How the fuck? What? Why would that mean that you're human? Because it's like someone to remind you that you're human. I don't understand this. They just would lean over every so often and be like, hey. Yeah, pretty much. You're human. Remember, you're human. Yeah. That is ridiculous. (laughs) Those Romans. (laughs) That is. What were they doing? That's stupid. (laughs) I don't understand that. I think that's stupid. So that you don't get too big of a head as the emperor. But they did. It always worked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That guy probably never got killed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, Victoria says that as much as I come across as confident, I want you to know that I'm still human. You don't. I, she doesn't seem confident to me. Like right. And Matt says, "I'm going to challenge you to keep being who you are." And then she says, "I haven't been deep with a guy like that in a while." <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, can I take you back downstairs?" Right. Yeah. And so she's we're like, good. "Actually, first, could I get a kiss?" <laughs> Kenny, will you take this garter belt off me again? <laughs> and he's like, "Sure," and yeah. tries to go in just for the like the peck, the peck, and yeah. she's not having she it. She sucks his face off. Um. After all that, she uh, is quite surprised to find that he gives the date rose to Lauren. Yes, yeah, somehow. And she's like, I really thought I was going to get it. Really? Right. You did? That de- Well, she, that's the thing is she thought that was like a deep, meaningful conversation. But compared to these other women, that's fucking child's play, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sarah is ready to fly. Yeah. Uh, Jake. Pavelka style. On the wings of love. Only the two of us. I feel like I should know those lyrics. Together, Together flying high. On the wings, wings of love. love. You know what I really like about that song? What? When it goes into that second riff. Yeah. Like, yes, you belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really like you know goes what? in a different direction. With- yes, you Confession time. Okay. When we were making our Bachelor podcast playlist uh-huh. uh, this summer on Spotify, yeah. you can find them, folks. Uh, I listened to that song on repeat. That is a good it song. It is a good song. And you're right. That little, like, what is that? The bridge or yeah. something? Like, it's actually, like, it takes the song in a whole new direction. Yeah. Yeah, it really adds it. something. No, I agree. Um, yeah, speaking of flying... 
they still edit it for a while to make it unclear whether Matt is a pilot or not. Like, yeah. eventually you can see it's that not he's not. Him. But it's still kind of unclear for a little bit. You know who is flying that plane? Who? Peter's dad. <laughs> you saw that link I sent you about how Peter's mom was a big problem in what Peter and... I did not that? see that, but I saw that separately on my own. Okay, Peter yeah. Peter and Kelly's relationship. Yeah. Not surprisingly, Shocker. Barb Weber I can't really, believe that Barb was an issue. Barb had her meaty fingers in that one. <laughs> her sausage digits. <laughs> I did like Sarah had a great line where the plane flies in and she's like, this looks like the first plane ever made. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. I like Sarah. Yeah, me too. The the one-on-one women both I thought were good. So I did. So Sarah, they have like a picnic and Sarah in her like talking head interview says, you don't want to bring up important family topics or uncomfortable things right off the bat. And it's like. Have you seen this show? Like, you have to do that you or he will cut to. you. Yeah. Remember when yeah. he told you eight times to be vulnerable? He meant, tell me your darkest secret within 10 now. minutes. <laughs> he meant, yell it out into the void right. and then I'm going to dump you. Right. Put it on national television and you're for clearly everybody going to see. to still be hurting on yep. it two months later. I'm fine. Yeah, right. It's when okay. you watch this again. Yes. Um. Yeah. So he does say that he wants her to be open and vulnerable mm-hmm. and that tonight he hopes that they can go deeper. I'm going to call it number one word of this season, obviously vulnerable. Right. There's also a lot of talk about going deep. Right. So deep, so deep, put her ass to sleep. We've been talking about <laughs> going deep for a while. <laughs> Um, that night she opens up about her dad having ALS. Mm -hmm. She says that he was diagnosed about five years ago. She came home and quit her job as an anchor to Mm -hmm. care for him. And then he says that it's really meaningful that she is there with him when she could be spending what by all accounts from the general, uh, like guidelines for the disease seem to be. Uh, he's on very limited time yeah right time, right, right yeah like they, the, she she says two to five years right and it's been yeah, five years and it's years. been a while yeah so yeah and so matt's kind of like it means a lot that, that you're here, here with me but like maybe you should be with Correct. your dad and well i don't even feel like matt had that that tone but i did sure <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean i get like you don't have to put your whole life on hold obviously she's done a lot of that but i don't know i think I hope she doesn't regret not finding love on a reality show. But also, she's time like still really young. Like, I want to yeah. say that she was 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. You can you can spend that quality right. time with your family while you have that option mm-hmm. still. And then maybe when you're 26, go on the sure, show. Sure, right, right. I don't know. That just seems like something that could... could uh, you might Eventually regret. turn into a lot of regret yeah. later on in yeah, life. Agreed. Yeah, agreed, yeah. Um, but they do get in a hot tub. Right. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dad, I made out in this hot tub. <laughs> I hope you're having a good time at home. And she says it's uh, the start to something beautiful and special. Hmm. Um, cocktail party next yep. night. Yeah. Yep. I mean, she obviously gets the rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt shows up in a tiny car. Yeah, tiny car for a tall guy. I understand he is a large yes, gentleman. Yes, he is a tall so gentleman. So this might have been a regular size car. <laughs> he just made it look small. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. He talks. Well, so first of all, the girls are talking about the cocktail party. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so he talks to Abigail first, who says that she's nervous to talk to him after having gotten the first impression rose, which is, it's a lot of pressure. That's a good point, right? Is like, yeah. can I keep up this first impression vibe? And then the other thing that happens, I think, for a lot of the contestants get, that get the first impression rose is they almost get put a little bit on the back burner. Right. Because it's like... All right, you made this impression. Right. I, I told you that you did, and now I got to get to know some of these sure, other girls. Sure, yeah, I see that. I see that. Um, all right, so he talks to Marilyn, and Marilyn is like insecure. Oh, Am I missing something? You missed this because you went somewhere. Oh, right, I had to go get you your glasses or something. <laughs> yeah, something. You had to go <laughs> or put run the an kids to bed. Yeah, I had to do something. Okay, no, yeah, it yeah. Wasn't what the kids? What happened? It was something yeah. minuscule. Just that Abigail and Matt come up with a system where she's going to pull on her ear to let him know on group dates that she's thinking about him. Oh, okay. And he says he'll do the same thing back to her, which is cute. That is cute. Well, and you know, this also clarifies something for me because I was like, man, that Abigail girl wasn't in this episode at all. (laughs) But it's because I missed uh, it. I missed it. You missed it. Yeah, we are watching this show like a hawk. I think you went to go get my melatonin That's right, yeah. (laughs) Well, you've got to time it just right so that, you know, you take it about a half an hour before the show's over and then lights out into dreamland to dream about harrison um yeah okay so then the marilyn thing right yes okay so marilyn is having a rough time Mm -hmm. and she tells him that the week has been challenging and at first i thought oh shit marilyn's about to pull a big no-no and like quote unquote tattletale Mm -hmm. on victoria but instead, and you know, I didn't even really like Marilyn up to this point, but she really doesn't. She yeah. just says that she's been questioning why she's there and that it was really hard for her to not be on mm-hmm. any of the dates. Right. Saying she was nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and she's like, I'm questioning why I'm here. Why am I here, Matt? <laughs> why are we here? And yeah, it was really an existential question. Yeah, it got yeah. very nihilistic. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is all meaningless. Well, for me, it's all about God. <laughs> um, he had, does something really sweet. Yeah. And he got her an orchid mm-hmm. because uh, she mentioned that it was her favorite flower on the first night. Yeah. And Marilyn said, I just did not know that he even remembered my name. Oh, Aww. that was sweet. And I have in my notes, I can't remember a lot of your favorite things, but he's remembering this about one of 32 women. So. Can I tell you something just since we're on this? Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's some of that saucy yeah. back and right. forth. That, what that is snarky <laughs> relationship stuff. Yeah. This is the part where it goes from being blah, hilarious to blah, being uncomfortable. <laughs> this is the uncomfortable part. Uh, trivia master, whatever your name is. I don't yeah. like roses. Okay. That's good to know. You always bring them to me. Okay. It's the worst. The worst flower. I hate roses. Can you imagine something more awful than a (laughs) husband that's constantly surprising you with roses? Showering you with roses. I just don't like them that much. I feel like that's, that's the flower that you always get. That is true. That is true. I do get a lot of roses. You have to like trim the leaves off. Yeah, okay. We'll see. That's good. That's good feedback. Such a cliche. Yeah. It's been done to death. Buy me a box of chocolates too. I did. Oh wait, you do that, and I got mad about that too. (laughs) But then you did eat a lot of chocolates. It is a nightmare over here. It is an abusive relationship. (laughs) Actually, that might be true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, that's good to know. You know, um, I was trying to make a bachelor reference. Okay, tulips are nice. The pro. You know, I need to get you more tulips. 
They are not often I carried. I like the flowers at Fresh Market. I get you, but I go to Fresh Market mm-hmm. and then I get you roses at Fresh Market. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. That's that is the problem. All right, well, good. I mean, to know. I'm suffering through it. Right. I mean, uh, you're dealing with it the best you yeah, can. Yeah, but yeah. it's been. It's been a struggle. It, the struggle is real, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also been, what, 14 years of togetherness, and I really ought to know. I mean, Matt James knew her favorite flower within minutes. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I know. Here we are. But you know what? 14 years later, we're still learning about each other. It's like the Love it's is all a fresh. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, fresh roses. <laughs> well, good to know. Anyway, he gives her an orchid because it's her favorite flower. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, and I, I would make the argument that I really think that that orchid is what sets Victoria yes, off. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, because she comes back with that and Victoria just loses her shit. Well, basically what Victoria says is that by having this orchid, Marilyn has created a toxic yeah. environment. She's like, yeah. she says, she's just like straight up toxic. <laughs> this flower is toxic. And she also says, I'm an empath, which I never trust someone who says they're an empath. Right. Like, I feel like it's like someone who says that they have a strong emotional IQ. Yes, exactly. Right. It's like, no, I don't think so. Um, She also says, I mean, life goes on, so I'm able to maintain a positive attitude. (laughs) She literally got mad at the other girls at the beginning of this relationship, or this relationship, this episode, for having a positive attitude. Yes. She was like, get out of here with that positive bullshit. Right. Well, that she does not seem to be someone who is very honest with herself, I will say. She probably ought to read that emotional intelligence book. Maybe we should send a copy her way. Maybe some socks with mustaches. Yeah, I think she would Maybe love it. Maybe a dozen roses. <laughs> Everybody loves roses. Who da- what woman in this who, world would find a way want? to bitch about <laughs> fresh roses? What woman doesn't swoon when roses are presented before her? Maybe some uh, classy heart jewelry. <laughs> I don't think I ever got you heart jewelry. Yes, you did. When, when did I get you heart jewelry? Uh, it happened. This sounds this sounds made up. Fake news. <laughs> I got you those Jesus fish earrings on accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, I I don't know. I mean, I've gotten you many kinds of terrible. Maybe jewelry. you did. Maybe you haven't. I feel like maybe we watched a commercial and it was for heart jewelry, and I was like, "Don't get me that." Right. And you were like, "Oh, I was going to." And then, and but I think somehow in that mind, that year, your mind that transferred to me having gotten you that jewelry. It's almost though like when I have a bad dream about something yeah. that you did, and it almost doesn't matter that it was a dream because right. I wake up and I'm like, "Yeah, it. but you would do that." <laughs> That's just like you. So, yeah, like I feel like you don't have to actually buy me heart jewelry because you would. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my character. Yeah. I will to get back to your Buffalo man or whatever the Dithraki oh, guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw there was like a steal his look thing and it, the uh, like uh, necklace he was wearing was the from Pandora. Pandora. I yeah. saw that too. I <laughs> Might I get you that. that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what if I came in in that look? Would you appreciate that? If I brought that I'd look to, to the bedroom. It. I'd have to see it. Oh, to the bedroom? No. I'm yeah. Good. Storm your capital. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> Is that no good? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Insurrection in my pants. Mm. <laughs> the erection <laughs> insurrection. <laughs> oh. oh, there it is. There's yep. some of our merch. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> 
Oh man! All right. So what are we talking about? Um, oh, I so, mean, this is really towards yeah. the end of my notes. Victoria goes to Matt and she complains does. about Marilyn. She says that Marilyn, uh, Matt, as well, Matt says. From what I gathered, it seems like Marilyn has been bullying Victoria, and I'm not about that. That's whack. <laughs> no good. This must have happened in like what 1997. Stupid. <laughs> Dumb. So um, this is what you were talking about last week when you said that Matt is overall seems to be a great guy and was pleasant in this episode, but is going to make some rookie mistakes. And this is one of them, like believing when a girl comes to you. Well, this is where this is one of the points of the show that I get so frustrated with because they're like, there's no way to know. It's it's she said she he literally said Uh she said she said, uh, who do I believe? Do I right. believe Victoria? Do I believe Marilyn? They're just two girls. I don't know. Dummy. Maybe ask the 30 other girls right. that are living in the house. I hate right. it when they act like there's just no way to sure. know. Sure. All these. Well, that's why when these girls are always like everyone in the house is bullying me. Like I feel bad. But also like if there are 30 women against you, like there might be a reason why there are 30 women against right. you. You know. Yeah. Maybe it's you. I just feel like if I went on this show after we divorce, yeah, anyone that would come up to me and be like, so-and-so is bullying me, I would be inclined to just automatically take the bullier's side. Right. Well, I feel like that be, would be interesting to go back and review, like how often the person who claims to be bullied is really the bullier. Right. That sounds like an extensive Robin Proffa. research project. Yeah, because I think that often you're right. Like it's... Sort of the inverse of the Miki, I'm not giving up on you. (laughs) We can make this work, Miki. We want to win over this one fan Um, or one listener that hates us. It would at least be half and half. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that happens. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody, I don't really care that much. It just, I feel like this, and you know this happens all the time. I mean, probably in each season. Like, I can't imagine how stupid Hannah B. felt when she rewatched yeah. the footage oh, of sure. Luke. Yeah. But especially with this, like, I feel like poor Marilyn, again, whom I didn't even really care for that much. But I felt like she <laughs> was all teary-eyed and just trying to be like, look, let's let it go. Right. She said, like, and- I think we can come to an understanding if we try. And Victoria is just batshit crazy right. and like, terrible. I don't want to sit by you. I won't sit by you. I need a break. You're too much for right. me. Well, oh, you are the worst, madam. Usually with these kinds of situations, there's at least something on both sides where it's like, yeah, maybe one person, like the Chad Evan thing. Like, yeah, Chad was a huge dick, but like Evan was also being irritating. But here, like, it's a hundred percent Victoria right. being awful. Like and Marilyn she's did just nothing. Like, she's unlikable. Yes. Like this type of. I I do feel like sometimes the producers mess up because it's a fine line between finding someone that people can like gleefully hate, yes, and finding someone that just makes the show kind of terrible. Yeah, and they definitely botch it because you're right. There's all kinds of villains because like Jordan is delightful, even though like the gold underwear guy, like oh, he was right. so much fun to yeah. watch. And Demi, yeah, I mean, right. Demi is great, or like. Even, like, I, I really disliked Chad, but at least there was, like, again, he's... When at least Chad was, like, hot right. and, like, there was 
uh, there was something there. I feel like Victoria, I mean, not to just sit here and bash her, but she doesn't have anything engaging. Right. Because uh, Corinne is another great example where, like, she was a villain, but also, like, again, she is, like, really, like, she's a particular guy's type. And she was funny. Yeah, she was funny. And she, like, she didn't take herself that seriously. Right. You know, and, like, that's she actually what got her into trouble. the other girls. Right. And so I feel like she kind of, like, amped up that aspect of her personality. Right. And Demi did the same thing. Uh-huh. Like, she used those traits and amplified them to get under the other women's skin. Right. I get the impression that this is just who Victoria right. is. Yeah, no, I agree. I think this was a big whiff on the producer's part. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get to the So we do the roses. rose ceremony and we get roses to Piper, Kit, Maggie, Rachel, Abigail, Chelsea, Jacinia, Katie, and Serena C. And uh-huh. then Sarah passes out. Well played, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, she already had a rose, so she's got to get the she's attention like, back on I her. Got, yeah. yeah, watch this move. Someone send Matt over to me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing is, I'm shocked this doesn't happen all the time. Uh, I mean, it. I think it happens fairly frequently. Right. Well, I just don't remember. Because they don't eat a lot. They don't eat a lot. They're, they're drinking like, They're a on bunch. their feet all night. Yep. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's like they're all standing there. It's like, you know, in a, how people faint in a wedding. Because they're locked they're in their lo- knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, like, I don't, it's, you know, I'm sorry that she fainted, but I don't, and I'm, you know, obviously I hope she's okay, but I feel like they played it up as, like, this major right. cliffhanger. It's like, people f- would faint like this all the time yeah. in situations, yeah. you know? So I don't, I didn't think it was that big of a thing. But um, we'll see what happens next week. Next week. Yeah. Turns out she's dead. <laughs> when I was flying... In the helicopter over this amazing city, I looked to my left and never saw something so pretty. <laughs> At the end of tonight, I'm not just your average Joe, but I hope in my hindsight I'll see and find. A rose. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty intense stuff. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.